Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Iteration. 108 One. minutes to One. quarantine failure. One. Master. Caution. One. Reset. No current Two. alarms. Zero. Vault temperature within One. normal parameters. Six. Vault pressure within Two. normal parameters. Two. Vault humidity Zero. within normal parameters. Zero. Vault integrity test report secured. Talk show. We'll do it live! Manual override achieved. For station uplink, enter 3 2. I'm Sergeant Drano, and you are listening to a communication from Station 7, or The Door. Station 7 is a sociological experiment in progress for members of the Dharma Initiative and fans of Lost and The Walking Dead, so we're going to go ahead and open up our lines for anyone who wants to communicate. Opening communications channel. Waiting. Waiting. Well, Lost is over. Satellite uplink established. But it turns out, Damon and Carlton's prediction was true. What's really fun is to actually have a character back who is dead, but isn't really dead. When someone dies on Lost, they're dead. And that's really it. Like, we're not trying to be sneaky and they're going to come back as a zombie. Or... Year 7, you're going to regret that zombie comment. I am. I am really going to regret <laughs> that. Year 7 is actually, the subtitle is Lost Zombies. <laughs> and it's just everybody who we've killed off over the years coming back and trying to eat you. It'll be Brains. cool. It'll be like, it'll be like Stephen King. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. So today, we review episode 86 of The Walking Dead. The title of the episode is The Cell. We'll rate the episode and review things a bit, and follow that up with the Walker of the Week, the Roger Award, and our survival scenario. Last but not least, we'll make some spoiler-free predictions for what we think might happen next. So without further ado, let's get to it! But first, a word from our uh, sponsors. All this housework to do, and I have to look good for that dinner party tonight. I wish there was an accessory that could help me. Did someone say, help me? Who are you? I have flashed from the future to tell you about the amazing Lost Scarf. Amazing Lost Scarf? Tell me more. Okay. The Amazing Lost Scarf is the scarf that does it all. Sharp enough to cut through this tin can, but soft enough to swaddle your baby to sleep. Wow, I'm impressed. 
But what about my dinner party tonight? Speaking of sharp and soft, wear the amazing lost scarf to look sharp on the town or in the soft candlelight of a romantic dinner at home. There's got to be a catch. How do I clean it? Simple. Just swish it around in a coconut bowl of seawater and a drop of Dharma-style shampoo. Can it core an apple? Yes, it can core an apple. Razzle-dazzle, I'm sold. And you will be too. The Amazing Lost Scarf by Chronoco is just fifteen forty-two. Order now and you'll get another 107 scarves. That's 108 scarves in all for the same fifteen forty-two. Call one three three four three one six lost Search iTunes under Lost in Order or go to the address lostinorderpodcast.wordpress.com. Ships to the U.S. and Canada. Sorry, they're not going to Guam. Incoming transmission from Brian. Hey, Brian. How's it going there, buddy? Doing all right. How are you? Not too That's bad. That's me knocking you? shit over that I should not knock shit over. Oh. I'm like, I have a glass. That's, oh, my God. I have a glass that's on the floor. It's next to another one. And it's like, they're both empty. And I'm like, I hit them. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm doing fine. So I, made, for that. I, made it, I made it through the, uh, through the electric again. Oh, yeah. Were yeah. you... Uh... Surprised? Actually, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was pretty surprised too. It'll be interesting to see what happens next. So, uh, who else we got with us? Transmission from Mr. Bad. It's Mr. Bad. How's it going there, Mr. Bad? Well, my cat is laying on my mouse hands, but I still have one free hand to reach my big ass drink. (laughs) You have mouse hands? My computer mouse. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you were saying your hands were, like, very small, dainty. No, no. Not nearly as small as our president's, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I am currently drinking a chocolate martini. Ah, sounds pretty good. It is excellent. It is one and a half shots of Godiva chocolate liqueur, one and a half shots of creme de cacao, and a shot of vodka and two and a half shots of half and half. Wow, that's a lot of shots. <laughs> and if you double that, that is the big ass chocolate martini I am imbibing. Nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think you brought some of those uh, down here one time. I did bring some uh, one, liqueurs <laughs> down, yes. I think some we had good some good, good coffee liqueurs. Yeah, ooh, apparently Snowball wants to get recycled. <laughs> and shredded. <laughs> it wasn't a sh- two shred box. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys are ready to get started with this uh, episode of The Walking Dead? Ready. Ready, Brian? Sure. Okay. okay uh, well, here comes the recap. Once again, uh, for the most part, courtesy of Walking Dead Wiki. So, uh, this is The Cell at the Savior Compound. Dwight watches TV, plays air hockey with Laura, and carves wooden figurines. In the marketplace, he cuts to the front of the bread line and grabs a whole loaf. He watches Saviors beat up a red-haired dude who gets into an argument with a worker. After the man is beaten to death, Dwight raids the man's living quarters and takes a jar of mustard and a jar of pickles as the dead dude's pregnant wife and son watch. Next, Dwight grabs some tomatoes from the garden and some eggs from some chickens. 
And then a, uh, they all kneel as Negan walks by. And then Dwight fixes himself an awesome sandwich and eats it outside, looking kind of satisfied. And he watches two workers wrangle a walker and chain it to the outer fence. And he watches a walker uh, impaled on a pole stand up and squat down over and over again, pointlessly. And Dwight uh, slathers some dog food onto some bread and takes uh, the dog food sandwich to Daryl, who is naked in a dark cell. Daryl eats it. Hell, he's had worse. Uh, Dwight shuts the door, and there's the distinct sound of the door being locked. And we see Daryl laying in the cell as Easy Street blasts in his ears. Then later, sometime later, we see Dwight opens the door and gives him another sandwich, and Daryl eats it, and Dwight leaves, we hear the door locked, and now we get more Easy Street. And then uh, Dwight shows up again, this time he gives Daryl some clothes, and he leads Daryl out of his cell and takes him to Dr. Carson's office, where Dr. Carson has just finished finished examining uh, Sherry from, uh, from before, uh, Dwight's ex-wife now. Uh, Sherry recognizes Daryl, but Dwight forbids her from talking to him. She tells Dwight that her pregnancy test is ne- negative, and as she walks out, she advises Daryl to do what he's told. It's only sensible. So Dr. Carson examines Daryl's injured shoulder and assures him that Negan will take care of him. And as Dwight leads Daryl back down the hall, Negan appears and pulls Dwight aside for a talk. A savior, Fat Joey, guards Daryl at gunpoint. Directly in front of Daryl is an open door, and beyond it he sees an apartment. Looks kind of nice, and then Dwight drags him off. Dwight takes Daryl outside and shows him the compound's fence line. He watches two workers secure a new walker outside. It's the red-haired dude from the marketplace. Dwight says Daryl will be forced to work in the yard if he doesn't make the right choices. Back in his cell, Daryl tells Dwight that he will never kneel for Negan. I said that too, says Dwight. He shuts the door, and then we get more easy street. Daryl desperately probes the cell walls and kicks the door, but there's no getting out of there. Negan tells Dwight that it's working, but it's slow, but it's working. Some people are harder to break than others. He commends Dwight and offers to let him sleep with one of his wives. Dwight politely declines. Negan's like, are we cool, are we? But then a voice comes over the walkie-talkie, notifying Dwight of a code orange, a runaway worker. Negan tells Dwight to send someone else to take care of the grunt work, but Dwight says that he enjoys doing it and leaves on his motorcycle. Back in Daryl's cell, we get some more easy street. Joey brings him a sandwich. Joey shuts the door, but we don't hear the lock this time, and Daryl waits and then sneaks out, creeps down the hallway. And meanwhile, Dwight is... So let's see, Dwight's walking his motorcycle uh, down the road. There's some main walkers... Crawling on the highway, a walker falls from the overpass, and Dwight dives out of the way and struggles with it and shoots it. And meanwhile, Daryl's sneaking around. Sherry finds him and stops him and urges him to go back to his cell, or he's just going to get captured and it's going to be even worse. Daryl ignores her and makes his way outside. He makes a beeline for some parked motorcycles, but is immediately surrounded by Saviors and Negan. And Negan says, are we pissing our pants yet? And Negan asks the saviors surrounding Daryl, who are you? And they all say, Negan, Negan, Negan. He tells Daryl that he failed his chance to prove he's ready for the next step. Negan presents three options. Death, working for points, working for Negan, and living like a king. Daryl doesn't reply. Negan swings Lucille at Daryl, but he stops just short. But Daryl doesn't flinch. You don't scare easy. I like that. 
And Negan then walks off as the Saviors beat up Daryl. Back on the road, Dwight spots Gordon, the runaway worker, and tackles him to the ground. And back in uh, Daryl's cell, Sherry stops by and apologizes for stealing his motorcycle and crossbow in the woods. Says she regrets that. Uh, meanwhile, back on the road, Dwight leads Gordon back towards the Savior compound. Gordon uh, wants Dwight to shoot him and wonders why everyone lets Negan, one guy, frighten them all into submission. And he finally agrees to return after Dwight threatens to hurt the people he loves. But as Gordon starts walking, uh, Dwight has second thoughts and shoots him to death. So once Dwight is back at the compound, he finds Sherry in a stairwell and they share some cigarettes. Is he good to you? Dwight asks. Yeah, she says. We did the right thing, he tells her. It's a hell of a lot better than being dead. Dwight opens Daryl's cell door and gives him some more food. And Daryl doesn't eat it this time. Uh, so Dwight tapes a gruesome Polaroid photo on Daryl's wall and leave. It's Daryl with his head bashed in. And uh, Glenn, Daryl Darryl looks at it and starts crying as we hear uh, Roy Orbison playing a song there. So then uh, Dwight wakes Daryl and leads him to, an, to the apartment where Negan waits. Negan explains to Daryl how Dwight became one of his top men. How Dwight, Sherry, and her sister Tina used to work for points. And when Tina fell behind on account of her costly medications, uh, <laughs> Negan asked, offered to uh, marry her. Uh, but instead, they stole the medicine and ran off. But they returned after Tina got killed and Dwight asked for forgiveness, begged Negan not to kill Sherry. Sherry offered to marry Negan, blah, 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 spared Dwight's life. He agreed after burning Dwight's face with an iron. And Dwight has been cool ever since. Super cool, no problems. So uh, Negan tells Daryl he can be a top man too and live in this nice apartment. All you've got to do is answer one simple question. Who are you? Negan asks Daryl. Who are you? Yes, again. Daryl, says Daryl. So, back in Daryl's cell, Dwight yells at him for jeopardizing his life. And Daryl says, I get why you did it. Why you took it, says Daryl. You were thinking about someone else. That's why I can't. And outside, Dwight chucks his beer bottle and watches two walkers secure a new walker to the fence line. It's Gordon. And Gordon claws at the fence. So, uh, what did you guys think of this episode? Uh, what did you think of it, Tater? I wanted to like it. Uh-huh. I I kept watching it, and it it should have been better than it really was. Uh-huh. It just did that, you know. That I think they had the right idea with the episode, yeah. but they just kind of they just kind of failed. Uh, they didn't they didn't stick the landing. Uh-huh. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And and um I thought the the I don't know the the biggest thing for me that annoyed me with the episode and this is you know something that Walking Dead they've been doing this for years they 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 set up these scenarios that don't make a bit of goddamn sense but you know <laughs> they just won't you know zombies and I'm sure you know which yeah. scene I'm talking about the uh, uh the bridge you know Oh yeah 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 that was kind uh, of you know when 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 Dwight's out, you know, on the motorcycle, yeah, and you know the the whole thing with him, oh, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna walk the the bike along past these zombies, and oh no, there's, you know, I'm out in the middle of fucking nowhere, nobody's around, but 
here I am, and now here comes a zombie raining down. And, uh, you know, after it's all over, and now, you know, the, the front tire on the bike, and the spokes are all fucked up, and it's, you know, it's, the, the, these four scenes that just don't need to be in the show. If you want to have zombie action, let it happen naturally. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I like what they were doing you know, uh, giving Dwight a little back backstory because, you know, I do feel like he will be an important character to uh, the future of the show. So I like that they did a show for Dwight. I wow. like the concept of the episode. I just I just don't really think that they uh, really executed as well as they could have. Okay. Yeah, fair. Uh, what do you think, Brian? How many stars did you give this episode? What did you think of it? I don't know. I'm still waiting for Tater to give his. <laughs> Tater doesn't Tater... give numeric ratings. Yeah, Tater doesn't give numeric ratings. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It's fine. Uh, um, I agree with him in point. I thought this was a one part of a two-part story, which we're not going to get next week. Um, but uh, <laughs> did you say one? Did you say? Next... Did you say one part of a two-part story that we're not well, going yeah, to get next they're week? To break, they're trying to break Daryl, and yeah. therefore it's going gonna, it's gonna to be longer than what they thought. Um, I agree with him to some points on that, but, um, to be with, the one thing I can't be with him on this is that it's a story and you have to kind of suspend some disbelief. I like him based on his, he wants things to happen organically, which I I feel free with. I'm I'm okay with, but you can't do that when you have such a large fandom, they're going to have to come up with these, these, these scenes. I mean, they added that bridge zombie just for the fact of giving, we need, we need a scare of this episode. I mean, that's really the only reason why I did it. I mean, I mean, I, I saw through it. Um, I'm not saying you didn't, Tater. Um, I'm just saying that I understand why they added it. Um, but I, I liked it. I mean, I really got to enjoy. Daryl is going to do something bad. Sherry <laughs> or Sherry, her name Sherry. She yeah. really should have listened to her. Uh-huh. Um, I like that character. Um, but however, it's really a good Daryl episode because it really was like, no, I'm not gonna call myself Nate. I think in the end he might, mm-hmm. but we'll get in that later. Okay. okay. How many stars? Oh, I gave it eight. Oh, okay. So I, thought, I, thought I said the first thing, eight. Okay, cool. Well, All right, like, Mr. Bad. Uh, I agree. I I really liked it. I thought it was interesting. You know, we had that brutal first episode, the bat. Uh, Then we had this uh, (coughs) mirth-filled episode, which was just hilarious and great. Um, Now we have uh, more in-depth character sort of development of the uh, people behind Negan, the other Neganites. <laughs> yes, yes. They're living on Easy Street. I thought it worked. <laughs> I give it an eight. I see um, t- uh, Tater's point. Uh, the whole little trip outside, you know, the uh, motorcycle trip was a little forced. Um, uh, I mean, it was all to get his old buddy to shoot him and to have him state. But, uh, yeah, perhaps that could have been better done. I, I hear you. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. It almost feels like that uh, there was some footage that they just edited out of the episode. It, it, there was, it felt like there was something that I missed there. Like, 
I just I like it messed thing. up. Yeah, they didn't show yeah. you. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I, I thought stuff was like, it, there's more of a story here. But yeah, <laughs> interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, for me, can I, can I make can I make one comment real quick? Sure. I just want to be clear. I have not shared my thoughts on Daryl yet. I have only shared my thoughts on Dwight. So just, but carry on. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, uh, I guess I'm ranging more towards uh, what Tater thought of the episode. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was definitely the weakest of the season so far. Now, granted, that's only three episodes. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, Daryl didn't do a whole lot the episode besides just kind of be subjected to stuff. And the other guy, Dwight, I mean, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but, you know, right now he's just not compelling me very much. So, you know, I think I'm going to just give this one a six. Um, it felt kind of fillery, kind of set up -y, And while I understand the need to, you know, set this stuff up, I don't know. I just feel like it could have been done a little better. Um, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's definitely a set up -y episode, but we mm -hmm. need these every so often, if not. Yeah. I've, I've heard some I of gave, I gave it eight because it had Daryl. Yeah. Daryl yeah. is being basically tor psychologically tortured. Yeah. Uh, and, and they do things to try to get him out of, and to get him to be what they want. That's uh, why I thought it was, more, it was a good episode because I really wish... I will say one thing. Uh -huh. I really wish they went a little bit farther in his torture because Easy Street, yeah, that's fine. The picture of Glenn being dead and and that sad Roy Orbison song um, <laughs> was good, but yeah. they shouldn't have done that. Uh, they should have given the picture. This is what you're responsible for, and still gave him Easy Street, not trying uh, to make it so sad. But then again, I don't know anything about torture. But I would like to see more for torture. I mean, besides just well, what they're doing to him, because he's a strong character. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, know if this is enough to, 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 to break him down. If he does break down, he breaks down because he's manipulating them. Yeah. Well, all the stuff that they're uh, inflicting on him seems to really pale in comparison to the stuff that Negan did in the first episode. Yeah, I think this compares to what... Daryl as a character, what he went through with his father. I don't think. Right. I, I yeah. really don't think Negan is as bad as his dad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, something else I've heard expressed is that this feels like a B plot that maybe should have been spread out as you know through several episodes as a B plot in those episodes that we could have kept like coming back to brief scenes of Daryl getting subjected to this stuff instead of putting it all in one episode. And we still may get that, but I think we need the beginning of it at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I think you're right by, yeah. hey, let's see what happens later on. I mean, this is the yeah. third episode, so let's yeah. see what happens. I mean, next week is supposed to be not spoilerish, but not about Daryl. It's supposed right. to be about people. Not Carol at all, but we're really going to see what happens for the rest of the season. And frankly, I prefer the last two episodes over what I've seen for next week's episode. But whatever. <laughs> uh, 
I really do. We'll see. All right. So uh, we've already talked about it a little bit, but uh, what worked and didn't work this episode? Um, what were things that made it better? What were things that made it worse? Uh, what do you think, Tater? Well, you know, anytime Negan is on screen because Jeffrey Morgan is just that awesome, you know, that's always yeah. what's going to make it work. Oh, yeah. And um, what I alluded to earlier is, you know, what didn't make it work is that, you know, some of the narrative felt forced. It didn't feel like it was happening organically. Right. Um, um, I'm, I'm saving my Daryl rant for later. Uh-oh. But, yeah, the... <laughs> Uh, I, I am saving my Daryl rant for later, but, you know, what worked was, you know, Negan and Jeopardy Morgan and what didn't work was, yep. you know, it just, you know, it kind of felt forced, um, especially the bridge scene. So uh, that's mine. Okay. Uh, Brian. Um, yeah. I, I, I kind of do agree with him a little bit on the Negan stuff, but uh-huh. the bridge work, work was basically, it was forced. He's right. It was forced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what worked didn't work. Um, there was really not a lot that didn't work, work yeah. because there was not much of a story being in a wide, wider world. I mean, I, I, I like. I mean, I'll put like this. I did like that Daryl was being psychologically tortured. I did like right. that. Yeah. Um, what? But what that worked for me. What didn't work? I guess Sherry. I mean. She seemed more forced to me than the zombie on the bridge. I mean, to warn, to warn. I just found her very frustrating because she was. I, I I did. I found her very frustrating. She was in the dark offices. Then suddenly she's in a hallway. Saying yep. you need to back, blah blah blah. I, I, that, I'm like, yeah, so Daryl's trying to Daryl's trying to sneak around, and somehow she sneaks up on him. I know, <laughs> and that didn't work for me because I'm like, if it, 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 and that's also another didn't work. If he didn't get it from that to go back and take a warning, <laughs> that was that all was, set up, wasn't it? I would say that her, was a yeah, setup. that was my takeaway, yeah. and that she was even part of the setup was sure. my takeaway. Yeah. But that the whole she, thing was yeah. set up, yeah. I mean, including I, I, her. That, 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 uh, his, his decision to go along to the bikes. Daryl's smarter than that, so I'm like, and he still went. <laughs> I'm yeah, like that. This episode did not make Daryl look very smart. Well, I <laughs> mean, it didn't seem like he wanted to get away. <laughs> Mental faculties. He had been going without sleep probably four or five days, uh, mm-hmm. eating dog food, you know, chained to uh, a concrete floor, you know, yeah. freezing. You know, he, he had one thing go, and it was just driving him to get away. <laughs> you know, is this rational your, is thoughts. This Do what? What? What was ask that? Him, but ask him the question so we can answer it. Uh, what now? Ask Steve. The question, so we can answer it based on what we said. Oh, what question? Oh, the what worked, what didn't work. Yeah, what oh, worked, what didn't work, Steve. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I agree. I, I thought uh, Negan's great. Um, uh, I thought the way he interacted with the uh, the characters, you know, you know, they were all on. I mean, uh, who are you, Negan? Who are you, Negan? And he sort of <laughs> raises his hand, Negan. 
Um, that was great. I really liked uh, Iron Man Dwight. He was good. I, I enjoyed that. I That worked with him and his uh, wife. And uh, uh, I like that little in, in back and forth with uh, Daryl. I think Daryl did pretty good. I mean, uh, his actor. So I would agree the uh, escapade outside and the uh, final was a little forced. But otherwise, I thought it was good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, you guys gave it eight, so that's in keeping with your eight. <laughs> um, somebody about to say something? My cat agrees. Your cat agrees? Okay, um, for myself, I guess what didn't work for me, I felt like, uh, I, I mean, uh, I felt like the Dwight, the, the, the character, the, this episode was mostly kind of being carried on the shoulders of Daryl and Dwight, mm, and I feel man. like Dwight just didn't do a very good job of carrying it, not really a fault of the actor, they just don't feel like they really gave him enough. And I don't really feel like they gave Daryl very much to really even do. I mean, it's basically just him putting up with this stuff. And what worked? Oh, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> the Easy Street song worked. <laughs> yeah, I like that song. <laughs> Whoa, what was that? <laughs> I don't need this earworm. <laughs> it's loaded uh, up, but I don't need this earworm. Trust me. No. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I guess that's a big plot hole because who wouldn't want to listen that to that twenty four hours a day for three or four days in a row? I mean. I certainly would. <laughs> yes. That's the last time I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. I, um... I can't have this earworm. I cannot have this earworm. If I do, <laughs> if I do I'm going to go insane. I mean, when I heard that song first of all, I thought that's cute. And then, and then suddenly, your wife tells me the next day, like, yeah, I played it at my shop. Just... <laughs> Because I had, the, I'm like, you're horrible, and I would never do that in <laughs> my place ever. So I'm like, I'm doing it to you just to be an ass. <laughs> but it's done. It's off. Okay, uh, smartest dumbest. What was the smartest thing somebody did in the episode? What was the dumbest thing, Tater? I have no idea. <laughs> Okay. I, uh, uh, the, the, the only thing I have left is a Daryl rant. Okay. Are uh, you saving that for uh, Tater's notes, are you? Let's just hear the Daryl rant. Yeah, man. Rant on. Rant on. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. Do it. Wait, I haven't called him the show for a while. How much can I curse? Is that okay? Oh, oh sure. yeah. You can curse like me all the time. Knock yourself out. All right. So, how in the holy blue hell? Is choosing torture going to improve your fucking situation? Okay, I get it. Daryl has never been accused of being the smartest character on the show. <laughs> but, you know, you're in a situation and you're given options. 
even if you don't want to bow down to Negan, you fucking play along, you, mm. you ingratiate yourself, you oh, this- learn the layout of the place, you get the ins and the outs, you wait for the fucking opportunity to make your move. You don't choose to go back into the fucking cell and listen to that goddamn song and eat fucking dog food. Yep. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. Yeah, the the only thing I could possibly say in counter to that is, I mean, you don't want to roll over too quick or it makes it look like <laughs> You are just playing along until you get your chance. Yeah, but so, he was. Glenn, no, well, after Glenn died, when he punched Negan in the face, anything beyond that is not rolling over too quick. Also, <laughs> Negan also gave him two chances. His mm-hmm. second chance. So he, he was already past that point. He, I understand what you're saying. That is a valid point. Yes, mm-hmm. he shouldn't roll over too quick, but he had already done everything that he needed to do. To show his defiance. He, yeah. Once he gotten to the point where he's out in the yard and he's about to get his ass kicked, he had already proven that. Yeah. It was at that point. Anything beyond that is just stupid to go back to the goddamn cell. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Now, Tater, Tater, yeah. that's why I think this is a two-part episode because I think Daryl is going to wisen up. I think he already is. I think he knows he needs to do exactly what you said. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Trust me. I mean, I'd be like, play a fucking long, play a fucking long. Even when they said, even when Negan said, who are you? And everyone else said Negan. And I was like, just say Negan, just say Negan, just say Negan. Mm-hmm. I mean, both times I said, I was like, just say Negan, just say Negan, just say Negan. <laughs> Negan, I don't think would fall. Hey. I think John's right in this. Who am I? I don't Who am I? I am Daryl, and the D stands for dumbass. <laughs> I don't think Negan would believe it. Well, he did have three uh, choices. The kind of person that, that Daryl is. I don't think he'd believe it. I think John's right in a point. I agree with you if it was you, one of us. Yes, we are, we're going to say it regardless because of the fact we don't want to put – we don't want to listen to Easy Street anymore. Mm-hmm. Daryl's not us. I think – that's why I think it's a second episode. I think he's going to get to that point, but I think he knows that Negan is not going to believe him unless there's a catharsis with Negan that Daryl's with him, even when he's not. No, I said I think there are three choices, and he chose to stay a peon. You know, he didn't uh, flip out completely. He's not a zombie. And he's not a Neganite, so he chose to stay Daryl and be a peon and... Die with honor. He's not going to die. He's going to live on points. He's only going to, you know, he's going to give to Negan and, you know, he'll only get uh, as much as he he brings in. Uh, I just think it's more complex than this and they're setting us up. Oh, they're definitely setting us up for something. Yeah. (laughs) Who's next, Steve? Or John. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I think Steve is next. Smartest, smartest, dumbest. What was the smartest thing somebody did? What was the dumbest thing? Um, you know, <coughs> I'm going to say Daryl was the smartest, even though everybody's calling a dumbass. <laughs> um, I would agree with uh, Brian a little bit. You really can't fake that because once you join the group, uh, that doesn't mean the initiation's over. You know, um, he, there he would be com- 
compelled to kill people, to rape people, do whatever you know, gives Negan his jollies, really. And uh, if you not going to do that, if you're not going to knuckle under, then you might as well not knuckle under now. Especially, he did have a choice. He could go out and work for points, you know. You could be a peon, and we're going to um, maraud you. We're going to take until you starve or break. You know? uh, I do have one thing to say. Yeah. As far as I know. Negan what? And it, it's briefly, it's read in Has never raped me. He's that always is. asked for consent. That's true. I was going to bring they that up. It. Yeah, that's they, they, they did do it through fear or information or the respect of him. <laughs> but they consented. It so is the, interesting that he, he tells Dwight he's got access to the wives as long as they say yes. Yeah, but there are groups out there already now saying that The Walking Dead is a rape culture. And I'm like, no, because the well, women gave themselves up. Do I agree with it? No. But <laughs> what would we do? No, seriously, as human beings, what would we do in the same situation? Well, it is. His wife, his wife tried to protect him. She, her sister, tried to protect them and herself. Yeah. It's a shitty world. I mean, but yeah. that's not our world. Right, yeah. Something. Okay. Let's see. Um, is it my turn for smartest dumbest, or did yeah. we skip anybody? Your okay. turn. All right. Uh, smartest. Um, I'm going to say Sherry, I think. I feel like she's got the best balance of she definitely doesn't want to be doing what she's currently doing but and she's telling you know she's telling Daryl what her position is uh, but she's still playing along you know while she has to whereas Dwight I feel like he is He's playing along a little more than he has to, I guess. I feel like he's he's really on board, you know, but only because he thinks he has to be. But he's still on board a little bit more than he needs to be. And dumbest is Daryl for uh, not playing along. Thank uh, you. <laughs> beyond question, I think. Um, okay, questions raised by the episode. Any questions, mysteries, or unresolved issues raised by the episode? Uh, did you think this episode raised any mysteries or questions about anything? I have a question. Yeah. What did you guys think of everybody kneeling? I mean, I, it wasn't just the peons. Everybody was sort of like, you know, getting down on a right. knee when uh, Negan walks by. Right. Which is an interesting contrast to the kingdom, which has an actual king <laughs> who doesn't really make people kneel. <laughs> um, what did I think of that? Um, I guess the main thing I thought of it was I don't recall that being a thing in the comics. <laughs> Seemed a little bit much to me. I don't know. What'd you think, Tater? 
I mean, it's the zombie apocalypse, you know. Um, it, we've basically gone back to the, uh, you know, feudal era, dark ages type of period. It's, uh, you know, and and that kind of chaotic world, you know, these strong uh, leaders, you know, uh, they're the ones that rule. And uh, the kneeling is uh, a bit of difference. It's... Um, you know, it's better to play along with Negan and kneel to him and give him what he wants because he's a strong leader than it is to defy him and end up in the goddamn cell eating fucking dog food. <laughs> uh, how about you, Brian? Any thoughts on the kneeling? I feel very conflicted about when it comes down to I don't know what I would do a year, a year and a half, two years off from being uh, arrogant to being nothing. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I really don't know. I mean, I go to Britain, and my friend from Wales will tell me, I'll go, let's go visit the Queen. I'll be like, she's your Queen, not mine. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, what? <laughs> Actually, he doesn't, he doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't even know who his MP is. But my thing is that I identify myself as human first, American second. So what happens when that second thing goes away? I don't know what I do. Um, us as Americans, I mean, we saw the last election what happened, and I'm not trying to get political, so don't. <laughs> I'm not going there. But however, I like being an American. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my friend from Wales knows it. I mean, he says. He asked me what my nationality is, and I'm like, I'm American. If you ask most Americans what their nationality is, they're going to give their ethnic origins, not their nationality. No, they're huh. not. What? Yes. No. What's your nationality? I'm American. What? I'm a potato. He's a potato. I like a potato. Well, Fry that bastard. Fry that ketchup. I actually have a joke for that. I told someone that I didn't identify as a uh, human. I identified as a rabbit. Call me Mr. Bunny. And that man comes in and talks to me. And see, he says, hello, Mr. Bunny. <laughs> I made a joke. Trust me. Ask me. You guys, ask. Hey, what's your nationality? You will be surprised. The answers you get, most of them will be based on their ethnicity, not their nationality. Hey, babe. What is your nationality? American. <laughs> and she answered it right. <laughs> it was a test. <laughs> she also probably know the. She already probably knew. I probably already asked her this question. You do uh, realize, right? Does has Brian ever asked you that before? Not that I recall. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say? She, she said she, does, she doesn't ball. pay attention to you. Yeah, she's not stupid either. She knows what nation she is from. You were supposed to answer the way. <laughs> no, she was, uh, that, that was the correct what answer. Other way would I answer. What other way would I answer? She says, what other way would I answer? <laughs> well, I personally am a devout follower of America's Dispucci, who's the moron who drove a really bad map of America and signed his name, and that's why we call it America. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Steve, name me five European countries. 
Uh, let's see. There's Fuckistan. There's Dickistan. <laughs> there's Shikistan and uh, Pukistan. That's, don't forget. Don't forget no, Europe. Don't forget the Europe. Europe. I do give. I, I do have a tendency to give a U.S. citizenship test to the people I work with, and they, one, are either hateful of it or like, okay, give it to me. And most of the time, it's like, oh my god, I can't believe you give me politics. I'm giving you a civics exam, not politics. It's nothing to do with politics. And most of them can't answer these questions at all. I know. My students. goodness. What I would mean, you say their mean age is? 18 to 70. <laughs> I'm not joking. Wow. I'm wow. Not, I can ask someone from California it's in the middle of Raleigh. I can ask a question in the middle of Raleigh. Hey, what's the state capital of North Carolina? Someone who just moved here from, from California. I'm like, yeah. what's the state capital of North Carolina? Raleigh. They, they will answer, I don't know. I give them the benefit of the doubt. I do. Golly. I I know Sacramento is the capital of California, but yet yeah, you are basically in the middle of the state and the capital, and you can't. Seriously, you moved here. I watched the Andy Griffin show. I know it's Riley. Move on. Move on. The, the uh, Andy Griffin show. Yeah, Riley was the capital. Awesome. Okay. Um, anybody oh, wait, wait. got any good quotes from this episode? Before we got there, one last question or one last oh. unanswered. I think okay. Iron Man, Dwight, or Iron Man is going to eventually betray um, Negan. I think he's why, are you, why are you calling him Iron Man? Because he's from? Iron. The Iron on the face. He gave why him the Iron. Spoiler. Oh, okay, dude. Like Iron Man. Yeah, so, Sarge, dude. how did you not get that reference? Dirt. <laughs> like I knew exactly what he meant the moment he said it. Dirt. I uh, it still sounds like a spoiler. I may be slightly inebriated. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> inebriated. The wife says I'm not that inebriated if I can say inebriated. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's true. That's not no. bad. No offense. I have words to your wife. <laughs> Okay, uh, anybody got any good quotes? I, I can yes, it can core a apple. It can core a apple. <laughs> that is a good quote. Who okay. are you? Negan. Let's... What? Who are you? Negan. Yes. And you? Negan. Well, this is me. I hope that does not become a meme. Doubtful. <laughs> no, it will become a need. Did it you will. notice Fat Al always pulled his gun? Everybody else, you know, had other kind of weapon. Fat Al had a problem. Boom, he just pulls his gun. <laughs> well, you know, it works. <laughs> if you have a hammer, every, uh, every question is a nail. There you go. Hang now. Okay, I guess that brings us to the Walker of the Week. Quickly, quickly. Walker. Okay, this is the award we give to our favorite Walker of the Week, or we give it to a character that behaved in a manner no better than a Walker. So you get your award, Tater. Daryl. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> Brian. Fuck. 
Cheryl? Where did I crank? I would have said Sherry, but okay. <laughs> a lot of Sherry hate going on. No, All that's right. not a hater. I don't hate the character Sherry. I just think they would put her out there to be basically to for uh, from Dwayne. They would put her out there to be basically Walker Bay to kill her. But that's another thing. Okay, um, um, Steve. I like that one walker uh, underneath the uh, overpass that was crawling along with its, like, belly gouged out, and its one arm uh, was, like, separated from the tibia. Oh, the tibia. Yes. It just sort of had some arm ligaments. Walker. That was yeah, good it was walker. just, like, you know, hanging there. That was pretty good. Well, yeah, I have yeah. to say that. You, uh, you what? You would, would. like to see. You would love that, Steve. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Naughty I like boy. the uh, impaled oh, one, too. Steve. You know, the one that was impaled that kept going up and down that Dwight was looking at for a while. Oh, uh, I know. You are all about that. Yeah. yeah, we know that. Yeah, yeah. Up, up, up and down. Up and down. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> After last week's episode, I have to give you some crap. Sorry. <laughs> okay. And uh, I'll be unimaginative and give my award to Negan. <laughs> <laughs> because he's Negan. Alright. Yes. Uh, Roger Award. And there's a lot kicked on before you can afford to lose me. Roger. We got this, man. We got this by the ass. Roger, move! Let's go, baby. You alright? Perfect, baby. Perfect. Roger! Roger, watch it! That is wrong! Okay, uh, this is the award we give to the character that we think kicks it the most ass in the episode, but it is also a character that we think might at some point get killed off. Uh, so who gets your award, Tater? Sherry. <laughs> Sherry? <laughs> okay. But, uh, but but I would like to add that um, I've, I've heard some criticisms of, of Sherry, and uh, I'm siding with Negan on this one. She's fine as fuck. So that's just, you know. <laughs> hot wife. Super yeah, hot. She, Super she, hot. She's fucking hot, man. So, Super yeah, hot. She, Super she, hot. she might die and, you know, she might not have been the best character in this episode. But, uh, hey, as Negan pointed out, she's fucking fine. So, you know, whatever. Super so, hot. Super hot. So she is the character that looked the most ass, uh, but who is also a character who might at some point be killed. Yes, I don't know. Um, she's definitely going to die at some point. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, Brian. Uh, Tater's right. No. Okay, then. I uh, would say... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, um, Tater's right. Tater. Yeah, um, Sherry's hot. I yeah. agree wholeheartedly. That's yeah. what I'm going to vote for, because I think she's going to die. No, um no. I, I want to add. Shut up. No, no, there's no squee to this. Don't stop listening to your wife. I mean, this is more like it's more like a Cheryl and Dwayne thing. I think yeah. they're kind of encompassed in the Cheryl. Cheryl and Dwayne, maybe, two characters who don't dairy. exist on The Walking Dead. <laughs> maybe a dairy. Thing. Is that Three's Company? I, mean, I think they're both the same, and I think they're both gonna die at not the same time, but maybe different, maybe the same time. I don't know, but I agree with him wholeheartedly because I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking Sherry, Sherry, okay. Sherry. 
And like, by that, no, Dwayne. Dwayne's got to be added somewhere in that. So Dwayne. I'm add Dwayne and Sherry <laughs> in the same aroma. So uh-huh. it will be either a it will be a it will be a it will be a dairy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and, and, and you're sure you want to go with Dwayne? Dwayne, the husband? Yeah. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's he's setting himself up being killed, and I think he'll get her, her killed in the same instance. Yeah. So yeah, not not Dwight. Oh, I'm sorry, Dwight. Not... <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but Dwight, you know what I mean. <laughs> I see oh, these geez. names. I see these names on a moment's moments, and uh, I don't get uh, them very moments. long. I mean, I know Daryl. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Dwight. <laughs> DD. Fuck you. <laughs> However, Dwight and Sherry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Bad. What was the question? <laughs> uh, the question is uh, Roger Ward. Uh, Roger. kicked the most uh, ass, but might die. Well, it's got to be Iron Man. He killed a bunch of zombies. He tortured um, or Daryl, made him cry. Uh, he made Daryl yeah. cry. And yes, then he, he killed his buddy. Uh, so yep. I think he kicked a lot of ass and is not long for the world. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. And I will give uh, my award to Dwayne. Uh, he did get the uh, acid from the alien on him. But uh, as far as we know, he is, was not killed completely. Uh, and we'll probably see him again in the next movie. Dwayne gets my award. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't think we've got any zombie analysis. So, uh, let's go to the survival segment. Give me that dog. What do you mean? I mean, give me that dog. What are you going to do with him? You can't open the door to let him out. The bomb's life will go off. The dog's got to go. We're going to need every bit of air to breathe ourselves. After a while, we'll be laying on the floor to get fresh air. But he's just a little dog. He doesn't breathe. We can't have him here. No. Dog's gotta go. Don't you touch him. Wait a minute. Won't do you any good to cry. It's all over. For a little while, you'll be thanking me. Get rid of that dog and help it off a lot. Oh, yeah. Damn right. Okay, tonight's scenario, uh, you can either take the position of Daryl being subjected to these uh, various stressors trying to make you uh, conform to the new standards of living, or you can take the position of Negan. Uh, You're trying to rule this community and break this person. Uh, So what would you do were you in this particular situation, Tater? What was the question? Side with Negan? You can either... uh, You're in basically the same situation people were in in this episode, but you are either uh, Daryl or you are Negan. What would you do differently? I'm I'm, I'm side with Negan. I don't don't even need a second to think about that one. And would you do anything different, or would you do things pretty much the same way Negan did? Well... 
Let me let me make sure that I understand the question. You're asking me if I would do things differently than Negan, or if I would side with Negan if I was in the situation of Daryl. Yeah, the the question is, if you were Negan, would you do anything different in this situation? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I wouldn't. Because uh, uh, the world, uh, I mean, the, the world is fucked up right now, and uh, Negan's offering a uh, pretty good alternative to, uh, you know, dying on the streets. All right. Okay. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily view Negan as the villain of this story. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Brian, I who are you and it, what do you do? disagree with what you just said. Okay. I don't. Um, what I do disagree with is if I was put on the Negan side, yeah, yes. you're right, the Daryl side, I'd be, if I was Negan, I would be very, very, very close to question it. Close I to the what? Close to question him in my mind. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, he's, this is why I think it's going to be a two-part story. Yeah. It's going to be, hey, you say Negan, I know Negan wants this man to be his right-hand man. That's uh, the impression I'm getting. Uh, so, don't know what happens, but we'll see. So, Daryl needs to basically hold off, try to be yeah. the person, mm-hmm. and at some point, he's going to have to say Negan. He's going to have to say it if that's what he wants. But mm-hmm. even when he says it, the next episode over, it's not going to be 100%. <laughs> okay. That's it. All right. Okay, uh, Steve. I'm going to be Daryl, and uh, I think Daryl's doing the best he can, and I uh, hope I would be able to do as well. I will say one more thing. Um, I don't think this situation is very believable because so far, uh, Negan hasn't showed any zero leadership. He hasn't really organized anything, and I don't see him as an organizer. I don't know why these other people are, you know, living in a... I mean, you can't just live in a zombie apocalypse. You have to cooperate. Nobody's going to plant tomatoes or a garden if somebody comes and grabs all the ripe fruit. They're just going to stop. You're just <laughs> not going to do it. You know, uh-huh. um, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, don't, I don't see how he could hold the uh, subject population together the way it seems like there was chickens. Why wouldn't every Neganite just go in and, I feel like a chicken sandwich. Bam! (laughs) Now there's no more chickens, you know? Somebody's got to have rules and order, and he just walks around with a bat. Remember Merle? I remember Merle. There's other badasses in the world. All you got to do is walk out, you know? Negan's got his bat. Bam! You shoot him. Negan died a hero. Uh, he's a hero, boys. What, remember, ne- uh, Merle took that guy out looking for Michonne. Yeah. He was a hero. Just shoot him and throw the bat up and let the twelve ba- biggest badasses fight it out. And uh, then whoever's not dead, you shoot him, and then you pick up the bat. All right. Okay. Uh, and for myself, uh, if I was Daryl. I guess I'd probably tough it out about as long as I feel like I could and then pretend like uh, he broke me and play along until I saw, you know, an opportunity to do something. 
you're forgetting though, when you join a gang like that, that after they beat the crap out of you, that's just the beginning. They're going to ask you to kill people, to rob people, to fuck with them. And then they're going to continue to fuck with them. They're going to take anything you show any interest in, and then they're going to take it, and they're going to make you suck cock. It <laughs> could be, but the only way you're going to get an opportunity to do anything is if you play along. That's right. Um, and if I were Negan, uh, I would not even try to convert Daryl because I would, I would never trust that dude. I mean, I just killed two of his buddies in front of him. Hell no. <laughs> that guy's never going to be my right hand guy. Come on now. <laughs> what did you say, Brian? I didn't hear the, I didn't hear the first part of what you said. What, what was it? You know what he did, what he's done, yeah. and you know who he is. Yeah. So he's done probably done this before. Yeah. I mean, look at Dwight. He's yeah. Done this before. So not unbelievable. Well, at the same time, I mean, do we really think Dwight is cool with all this? I don't think we think that. And no, I, can't really I, I don't imagine think any of them do. I don't think any of them are 100%. I don't really but even think Negan believes that Dwight is cool with it either. Quarantine failure. Ooh, my goodness. But we have to understand, these are human beings. I mean, yeah. we all know what we're capable of and what we'll give. That's why the first person, what was his name? Jordan or whatever. Michael Ayer. Huh? Michael Air Jordan. The person who left the community, who died, oh, yes. shot. Yes, yes. He yes. left because he knew it was failing. Yep. That should tell you something. I mean, <laughs> humans are humans. We yeah. can only put up with so much. I mean, yeah. we'll put up with, with what we have to in life. Uh, this is the same thing. This is not the same thing for everyone in society because most of these people were born free, and now we're going to Negan. <laughs> even King Ezekiel is going to have the same problem. Yeah. Yet, he'll probably have, hey, go out and be awesome. But <laughs> Negan won't. Yeah. Once you stifle humans, Stuff. You ask for a lot of problems that you're going to have to be a dick about. And, he's, <laughs> he's, and he has and he will be a dick about. Uh. All right. You guys ready to uh, give some predictions? Let's predict away. Let's roll into predictions. The Dharma Initiative This man and his team created a series of equations which tell us with a high degree of probability where it is going to be at a certain point in time. Event window determined. Extrapolating sound and vision. Okay, this is a segment where we give a prediction for something we think is going to happen this season. And our prediction should not be based on anything we think we know from the comics or behind-the-scenes materials or interviews or anything like that. 
just straight up try and uh, predict what's going to happen. Uh, so, uh, you got something for us, Taylor? I haven't thought this far ahead. Come back to me. Okay, all right. Uh, Brian, how about you? You got something for us? Whatever Taylor says. Because, frankly, <laughs> <'cause> frankly, <laughs> frankly um, I have really nothing. I mean, I really don't have any. Damn Okay. Uh, let's say um, if I was to predict anything, yeah, I would yeah. predict that Rick's character is going to be more of a pussy than yeah, he yeah. was in yeah. the prison. Uh, okay. And we're going to look for other characters to find this story interesting, like we uh, have the past two episodes. Okay. Um, Steve. Got a prediction for it? I have a prediction for the tail end of the season. By the end of the, or after the end of the season, yeah. AMC will uh, have a spin off of The Walking <laughs> Dead and it will feature, uh, it will be a Three's Company theme with Negan playing Mr. Roper, the reincarnated Glenn playing Mr. Tripper, and Maggie and Michonne, you know. Filling in the uh, hotsy totsy role. My God, I think that's an extremely optimistic <laughs> prediction. But and, uh, I, I have, a, I have, a, I have a question for that. Yeah. Uh, but between between Maggie and Michonne, which one is going to be the dumb roommate? Which one's going to be the hot roommate? <laughs> Michonne's going to be the the dumb roommate, but a uh, dumb hot roommate, yes. Wait, wait, the, the dumb hot. You know, I, I got that backwards. All right. So I, in three in three's company, they had the dumb hot one, the blonde, and then yes. they they had the the smart, uh, not so hot one. So I think Michonne. I, I could see Michonne in a skimpy kind of bikini, and uh, Mr. <laughs> Roper, uh, Negan. He won't be married. He'll I mean. Just have, have you know, I mean, Michonne is, is kind of hotter than Maggie. I'm, you know, just throwing that out there. Well, yeah, Mike, 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 Mike. I mean, no offense. Lauren Corning would look better in a bikini. But then again, shouldn't Carol be the one with the short hair? So let's say both. Carol would be a good, good choice, too. <laughs> He's basically saying she would look better than her, and that's his opinion. I think both of them have bikinis. Why not? All the time. All the time. Why not? Robert Grimes in a bikini. Oh, okay, I'm, 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 ready, I'm ready for my prediction now. Predict away, Tater. <laughs> okay, Tater, go for it. So, th this is inspired by the Three's Company reference. Uh so, so thank you for that. So that, that's where this inspiration come from. Yep. Rick and Negan will go on a road trip a la planes, trains, and automobiles, and Negan will play the John Candy role while Rick <laughs> plays the Steve Martin role. <laughs> so Rick's going to put his hand uh, in that a pillow uh, there? butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I got my hand between two pillows. Planes, trains, automobiles, and zombies. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, uh, Brian, you got something? You, I think you said whatever Tater says, so I guess you're going with the same thing, is it? Planes, planes, and automobiles. I'm just thinking you're going to have to do an age thing for this because 
a lot of people are not going to know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> what? Uh, doesn't everybody it... know what that is? I know what it is. Well, yeah. I, know what I still remember when John Candy couldn't uh, didn't have any money. No, so he, no. he, he, John Candy is. Spoiler me. alert. He started selling the shower curtain rings as earrings. Trust me. I trust me. They don't know who fucking John Candy is. Like what? He's been dead. Candy. 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 I, I like know. to give. I, I, I like to give. Candy. I like to give my wife some John Candy on a semi-monthly basis. Okay, we, I don't want to know this. Don't need to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to know it. Oh my god! I have images in my head. I'm like, you're an evil fucking bastard. When you do give it to her, do you John dress up in, in a uh, uh, Jabba the Hutt? And does she dress up in the uh, Leia uh, slave woman costume? Most kids don't know what Star Wars is. They think it's they think it's the last fifteen years. They don't realize that it goes beyond that. You realize three films worth. Is there? I have a Leia bobblehead, yeah, and she's giving me the uh, the nod. So I, we may have to cut this short. She's saying, hey, Steve, come on, wrap it up. I need a little action. Yes, she's <laughs> nodding right now as I as I bang on the keyboard. She's nodding more. I guess she wants uh, – somebody needs to be hey. spanked. <laughs> okay. Uh, is it my turn yet to make it a prediction? Turn, sir. Uh, no one cares about you. You should be uh, okay. Funny, but... I concur. I concur. I concur as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're to the Tater's Notes segment. Do you have any further notes to uh, give us, Tater, or did you just pretty much say your piece? You know, I wasn't planning on calling in, so I didn't make any notes. I'm wah, sorry. Wah. No, call in <laughs> more often because you made I it. I forgive you. What time is it out there? I mean, in, you know, uh, I, haven't, I haven't called in a long ass time, so you know, and I wasn't planning on calling in this time. I just happened to be around, and you happened to be doing it on a Friday, so yeah. we called in because it was such an awesome episode. Is it like three a.m. in the morning out there? Uh, it's four fifty in the afternoon. Oh, Where okay. are you? A little backwards. He's in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, I'm in Hawaii, I'm man. Because if he was forward, I'm like. 3 a.m.? I'm like, he's in his Zorias or something? No, it's, it's, it's 4 15 in the afternoon. It's uh, Friday evening, early afternoon, or late afternoon, early evening. Hey, they don't. They don't have... Because, frankly, you made it very interesting. I mean, I can only play it with John so much. <laughs> they don't have daylight savings time out there either. Actually, it was daylight yeah. savings. That's what screwed me up. That's what screwed me up. It wasn't basic math. It was. The daylight saving. If it was in Europe, <laughs> if he was in Europe, it was helpless. But no, no, it won't. Tater, uh, for for notes, perhaps you could give people who are desperate echo, to get echo. out of the co continental United States. And are there any tips for moving to Hawaii and uh, becoming gainfully employed? <laughs> I I just bought a one way ticket and showed up, and I said, "Fuck Alabama, I'm gonna go move to Hawaii," and I've been living here for ten years. That sounds pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, it it was a struggle when I first got here. I mean, I had to crash on the beach a couple of nights, but, you know, anything's better than living in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Including now. Hey, you know, Alabama does have Shelby Lynn. She's got a sweet voice. Uh, so, you know, I mean, 
for all our faults out here, I mean, at least we're not the mainland. There you go. You know, we, we don't have Trump riots in Hawaii. I don't have Trump riots. Yeah, you know, we do here. When, when I was out there, the only problem I had was the mangoes kept, uh, the ripe mangoes kept falling off the trees onto the car. <laughs> really? Oh, no, no. You, I mean, you can just be driving down the street and there'll be mangoes on the fucking sidewalk. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it is a tropical uh, environment. So, I mean, which island yeah, do you I mean, there's. Which island do you live on, Brian was asking? Oh, uh, I'm. I live on Oahu, uh, but I don't live in the city. I live close to Pearl Harbor. Like, if, if I go out in my backyard and I look over the back wall, I can see, like, Fort Island and shit. Right. You mean Archipelago? I was looking at a... And, uh, you know, uh, to, to try to keep this on topic, since I live in Hawaii, and this is a, 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 a podcast about zombies... If yeah. the zombie apocalypse ever did happen, there's a lot of little tiny islands to the northwest of here, uh-huh. and that's where I would go. There's not any humans living there, and there's, uh, you know, fresh water and fish and no people. That's where I would go. Oh, okay. Pretty good at fishing, are you? Yeah. The problem with that is walkers. <laughs> swimmers, they well, I mean, to I'm, swimmers. I'm not here in the middle of the ocean. I mean, we we wouldn't have zombies washing up on the beach because you know the currents wouldn't bring them from the different islands over. You know, you just find your little island northwest of here. You know, go up to Midway Atoll or some shit. Or there, there's you know the the little islands. They they there's I don't know like 15 of them northwest of here. You just go find your little island, get you 20 people, and make a little settlement or something. Uh, this small stay away island, from stay away still, from human civilization. If there was still a small island. I'd still probably put a fence around it, just on the shore because of the fact of a happenstance. Because all you need is one. All you need one. is one. I've been thinking well, yeah, more. but you know, Seriously. it would be easy. It would be easy to defend the tiny island. No, I don't disagree with you. I trust me. I've had this thing in my mind, but I would still put at, at, on the beach at least up to a level of the of elevation. I would still put a fence because of the fact that you <laughs> never know. You never. Well, know. of course. I mean, you've got to make defenses. But you know, you you wouldn't have a a, a, a a herd. You know, you wouldn't have two thousand zombies walking up on you. Yeah, you might have one or two occasionally walk up on the beach, but that's not like a herd. It's easy to deal with one or two. But what you need to do is build a wall and make the zombies pay for it. Yes, yes, yes. Well said. Well said. I, I did. Did you watch the newest Z Nation yet? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna build a wall. And, uh, I'm gonna make zombies build it. Yes, yes. Hey, I'm just saying. I would rather have a uh, uh, president sketchy than uh, either of our any options that we've had lately. What <laughs> yeah. I want. Nice. Okay. Um, I thought it was John Becker. I think any I of the actors on Saturday Night Live could probably be better presidents than what we have right now, but that's yes. just my thought. All right, uh, shall we uh, hit the spoiler quarantine right quick? Let's go! Let's close it up. Initiating there we go. point quarantine.
Okay, how about them spoilers, huh? Pretty crazy, right? Got I nothing. think Tater. Well, I mean, we, we know Dwight is going to basically follow his comic arc. Seems like it, yeah. What happens? That's what being forecasted pretty heavy. What happens? I think yeah. Tater is going to be more of a contributor. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know. I haven't read the comics. Tell me, tell me what happens to Dwight. <laughs> Dwight, 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 Dwight is basically oh, the guy that turns on Negan to save everybody else. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like the doctor who turns on the governor. Yeah. Oh, basically. Man. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I think John Beggar is going to be a character in the new season. I don't know who you're talking about, and you need to stop I saying think, that. <laughs> talking about the soccer player? Becker? Bend it like Becker? Jesus Christ. I just want to say, I really want to move to Hawaii. I have been thinking about it for a while now, and oh, cool. I am ready to go. Hey, man, I'll show you around. I mean, it's worth it to be here. I was only there once for a week, and it was the most beautiful place I could imagine. Mm. I'd like to at least visit sometime. 15 seconds. Quick, quick. We only got 15 this seconds. Problem, I'll go fucking wet. I don't care, Steve. You'll go wet? Well. No. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Five, four, three. Well, at least you won't get killed. Oh yeah, we won't Absolutely. All right. Thank God. Okay. Very interesting. Thank you for that insight into Iron Man. I'm looking forward to that plot concluding. I don't know what you're talking about because we're not in spoilers anymore. Who's Iron Man? Okay, I think you're talking about his Ned face Stark. melted from the iron. Who? Ned Stark. Uh, <laughs> Ned? That's Dwayne. Ned. He invented a suit of armor. Ned? For killing White Walkers. <laughs> Ned. That's his name. Ned Stark. Ned? Pretty sure. Ned? Pretty sure. I have to look it up, but I agree. Head of Stark right, Industries. I'm, my, I'm a billionaire. I'm getting my name. Twenty-three Four, minutes to quarantine. Two failure. with a U. Nope. S to I just want to thank Tater for calling in. I really appreciate it, Tater, more than you can imagine. I really liked your insight. Uh, I am thinking about Hawaii, and uh, maybe I'll give you a call. The the Winter Soldier uh, is coming. <laughs> don't leave. Don't leave the. Uh... Well, you know, uh, Hawaii is. Uh, you know, we might be a part of the USA, but we're very different from the mainland. It, it's just a different place out here. Uh, it's a different. The I don't, know, I don't want to call it. It's not a different country because we are a part of the USA, but we do things differently out here, and uh, it's just a, a better place to be. And plus, you know, when it's January, it's eighty and sunny, and you go to the fucking beach. <laughs> Yeah, look at the rest of the country. People same seem pretty happy. That's, that's what I remember. <laughs> the rest of the country. And you got some badass coffee out there. I love that uh, Kona coffee. Oh my god. Oh yeah, no, that, we do have really good coffee here. Uh, that you get those sheets too. You and, get those and you know what? It, here, here's another good thing about Hawaii. We've got really good farmers markets. Mm. You can buy the farmers, farmers markets. The farmers markets here are spectacular. You can get all kinds of good produce and you know just various local made items. I don't know about you, but I like local made stuff. I like things that are not just all you know 
big corporation produced. I do too. And instead of uh, buying them from the Amish dressed up in their black uniforms, I could buy them from a skimpily clad, you know, moist uh, young Hawaiian girl. <laughs> yes, ex- ex- exactly. I mean, I you know, uh, I live close to the mall, and I mean, uh, every Saturday morning. Uh, they have a little farmer's market. You know, they got fresh food. You know, you can go get something to eat, and then they'll have little produce stands, and, you know, they'll have places that they'll sell local-made honey and different spices, and they'll have, you know, plants and flowers and just all kinds of different things. It's just local-made, and uh, it's one of the, the best things about Hawaii. There's a real local atmosphere. We're not corporate the same way that mainland america is corporate a lot of hawaii is very local and i find a lot of value in local stuff the local shops for local people just you know be respectful and don't be a jackass and anybody can fit in here well, i can't be a jackass crap I mean, I'm a white guy from Alabama, and I'm, I I do well here. I'm so, from D.C., you know, they're all assholes in D.C. I'll have to change my ways. <laughs> You're not really from D.C., you just work there. I just work there, yes. Did That's even know? worse. <laughs> all right. Because that, uh... means, that, that means you associate with those D.C. people by choice. Yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. It is a choice. Okay, I'm like super sleepy, so let's uh, wrap this thing up so I can go to bed. Anybody got any closing thoughts? Ah, what's the uh, what's the title of next week's episode? Anybody service, service, service. So you have service. to go to bed and service your significant other. Is that it? There you go, or All vice right. versa. Ooh. You never know. Never know. Could get lucky. Anything could happen. Anything. I, I I think service. the closing thought should be uh. We all love Nikki, and uh, thanks for uh, uh, thank thank her for letting us borrow you. Thank you I will. Much, I Nikki. will pass those thoughts along. Yes, thanks. Okay, cool. Uh, well, uh, glad to have you here, Tater. It's been a while. Good to have you back. Hopefully, we'll see a little more of you in the future. Uh, thanks to the well, rest I'll of you probably, guys. I'll probably, I'll probably won't be around in the future, but you know, I I do regularly sit in my voicemails. Cool. Well, you know, we look forward to those, and we play them every time. Hi, right, good to see you guys. Yeah, Take good it night. easy, Tater. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining me. Uh, yep, uh, I guess I'll talk to you guys whenever I, whenever I talk to you uh, next week. And I guess from all of us here at the Dharma Initiative, thank you. Namaste, and good night. And aloha. Aloha. That's hello and goodbye. <laughs> Mr. Bad Robot. Call recording has been completed. Goodbye. Well, it looks like my internet crashed, so that means the episode's over.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.